and this is morning prayer. God bless you today. It is Tuesday, a new month, November the 1st. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to check because I remembered that um, we had had problems with Facebook a while back and I think I fixed it, but it may not be fixed. So I'm just going to look real quick. So if we are not on Facebook, I know we are on YouTube, we are on other uh, channels, but let me just make sure uh, that we are here. Um, I don't see it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share it from YouTube over to uh, Facebook this morning. So bear with me just for a minute. Um, I remembered last minute that I had fixed two feeds, but I didn't go in and fix the third. So... Um, that could be the problem. So bear with me. We're just going to get the share so people know where we are. I um, am grateful to God for technology. I, I like technology, uh, but there comes a point where, um, you know, you can't always work with technology when you're trying to do other things. So I'm believing for uh, a tech, someone who is tech savvy who can take care of all of this stuff for us, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's what we're believing for. Um, where's this feed now? That is what we are believing for, and I know that the Lord answers our prayers. <laughs> Glory to God. All right, so I don't see the video. Here it is, right here. Yeah. All right, there uh, we so are, nice and loud. I'm just going to uh, share this over to... Um, Facebook so that we can get some folks over from there and I, I apologize we'll try not to have this happen again when I get off of here I will go in and I will fix it so this doesn't happen again um, I remember too late all right here we go let us publish that all right so good morning to you welcome I can't see you if you are commenting this morning but thank you for joining us thank you uh, for uh, being a part of this this morning. Um, I am thankful to the Lord every time we are able to um, get on here together. I think that uh, prayer is one of the most powerful um, tools that we have as believers. It's an amazing thing that uh, the God who created us, who then adopted us, and who is our Father, always wants to communicate with us. And so he created a method in which we could do that. He designed a message in which we could do that. And he tells us to come boldly, right? He says, come boldly uh, before the throne of grace. And, and he says in our time of need, uh, this could be any time we want to approach. Uh, he is available to us at all times. There's no um, cap on how much and how long we can uh, uh, be in his presence. It, it really is dependent on how much we want from him or, or of him or want to learn of him or want to spend time with him. So I'm grateful to him for that. So... Um, in Proverbs 22, our reading uh, today was in Proverbs 22 in the uh, Version Bible app. We're reading together as a church family. And today the reading was in Proverbs uh, chapter 22. And uh, one of the verses in there stuck out to me. And it's funny because it's not a verse that I, I really think in the past would really 
catch my attention. I mean, it did when I was a kid because my parents used to talk about this verse a lot. Uh, but uh, Proverbs 22 and look at verse 15. It's in the New Living I'm reading. It says a youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but physical discipline will drive it far away. <laughs> Can you see how a parent would talk to their kid about this? So, you know, one of my parents' favorite scriptures was, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. <laughs> and this one was its cousin. Went right along with it, right? So a youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but physical discipline will drive it far. And that could be discipline in terms of correction and that kind of thing for your kid. Uh, but when I read this verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 9 came to my heart because it says a youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but physical discipline will drive it far away. Uh, another translation says um, that young people are prone uh, to foolishness and fads. The cure comes through tough-minded discipline. And so... Um, I thought of first Corinthians chapter nine and verse 26. Uh, I'll read it out of the new living. So it says, uh, Paul says to the church in Corinth, he says, so I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete training it to do what it should. Otherwise I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. He talks about discipline in this and he talks about like physical discipline. And so um, here, when we look at that, it also reminds me of a few other verses that Paul uh, talks about uh, that kind of along the same thing uh, in first Corinthians chapter 13, it says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. And so when we look at this, we can see that when we're children, we act like children, right? When we talk like children, we act like children, we reason or our minds are like children. But when we became, he said, when I became a man, I gave up childish things. And then in first Corinthians 14, 20, he says, brothers, do not be children in your thinking, be infants in evil, but in your thinking, be mature. And so all the way from that verse in Proverbs chapter 22, when it says a youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but tough minded discipline uh, is what's required to remove that from them. I keep thinking of when we first become children of God, when we enter uh, into covenant with him, when we receive of that uh, impartation of the Holy Spirit and we become Christians, you know, Christians, uh, we're young, we're babies. The Bible says we're spiritual infants. And so, yeah, there's still some foolishness there. There's still some behaviors uh, that are not aligned to God's word. There's still some thinking uh, that needs to, we need to renew our minds and all of that. But uh, Paul tells us we put those things away. And the way we do that is to discipline our bodies, our minds. Really, this all starts in, in places that we struggle uh, with the mind uh, or with behavior, it really is a, a beginning. The struggle begins in our mind. It really does. And so uh, we, we, we need to be mindful of that. And so um, I think this verse is one that 
can really help us uh, to uh, become skillful in how we operate uh, with the word of God. Because in Proverbs, the rest of that verse in Proverbs 22, uh, he goes on to say how the words, and he, he this is, you know, Solomon, uh, or he's one of the writers. Um, it, it, he's really saying, you know, he, it says 17, listen to the words of the wise. So the sayings of the wise, listen to the words of the wise. Apply your heart to my instruction, for it is good to keep these sayings in your heart and always ready on your lips. I am teaching you today. Yes, you, so you will trust in the Lord. And so um, I, I think this is a great reminder of the growing up spiritually, at, you know, that part of it, that we ought to grow up spiritually in the Lord, uh, Ephesians chapter four and verse 15 says, but rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so it's, it's a blessing to be able to do that. Even Jesus, uh, grew and mature and the Bible made sure we knew that. Uh, Luke chapter two, verse 50, uh, verse 40 says, and the child grew, this is Jesus and became strong, filled with wisdom and the favor of God was upon him. And verse 52 says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. And one day he came to that place where he stepped into his full-time ministry, his heavenly assignment here on this earth. And so, uh, we ought to do the same. Amen. We ought to do the same. And so, uh, we know that we can do it. If God tells us that we ought to do this, we can do it because he says that we can do all things, all the things that he's asked us to do. And he's required of us all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so we can do that. Amen. We can be sure and grow in the Lord. There's, there's a way to do it. He's given us the tools and he's given us the, the way to renew our minds to this. I'm looking up one more verse of scripture here. Uh, let's see. Glory to God. Uh, in Matthew chapter five and verse 48, Jesus says these words and this, this, when we hear this, we're like, mm, well, maybe he didn't mean that it says, but you are to be perfect. Even as your father in heaven is perfect. Hmm. Well, glory to God. Well, this word perfect, uh, it can mean complete. It can mean mature. It can mean skillful. It can mean disciplined. Uh, and, and he's telling us that we need to be that way. And so that's the way we want to be. Amen. To, to receive from him in every phase of our lives, in every phase of our lives. Now we receive from him, but did you notice that the older you get in the Lord? And I don't mean just by years. I mean, by applying yourself to the word, getting in the word and growing up spiritually, uh, you don't grow spiritually just because you've been saved for a number of years. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, you know, you, you have a child, if you put them in a room and don't teach them anything and don't feed them and don't, uh, you know, take care of them the way they should, that child will not grow. They may be 16, but they still may be five years old in their thinking and the way their body has formed because of a 
lack of proper nutrition. That's abuse, you know, but yet we'll abuse our spiritual lives. You know, uh, we call that abuse in the natural, but we'll do that to our physical lives by not getting in the word and not, you know, that's spiritual abuse. And so, uh, then we, we stunt our growth and, but if we'll apply ourselves in the word of God and in prayer and do what we need to do, and we grow up into him, the, the receiving is different, right? Uh, there's to whom much is given, much is required. And, and he teaches us and shows us how, uh, to receive from him in every area of our lives, in different phases of our life, different times of our lives. And so I love how he will teach us. He'll hold our hand and teach us every step of the way. And my desire is to grow every day more and more. You can grow every single day spiritually you know we're in the natural it's a process so you know it, it takes exercise you know uh, in the spiritual realm you can grow on a daily basis how much you apply yourself to the word and allow it to to do its work in you will uh determine how much you grow and so that's in your control and so uh, i don't want to be one that lacks spiritually i want to be applying myself to the word do you know that there's this statistic out there that says pastors. Now these are pastors that the average, they said, uh, that pastors spend an average of four minutes, four minutes a day with the Lord. And that to me is such a sad statistic because if pastors who are leading uh, congregations are only spending four minutes, an average of four minutes a day with the Lord. We have got some problems. This is why the church is where we are. This is on us as pastors, but you know, if we'll do, if we'll spend more time, uh, and then we, we say the importance of that and, and, and teach that to our people, then we'll all spend more time. It's not just for the pastor to spend more time. And then the congregation just rely on the pastor's revelation. That's not how it works. Uh, but that's a sad statistic, isn't it? Uh, so I'll just let you know, I spend more than four minutes a day with the Lord. That's, that's very sad to me. I don't know how I would be able to live a successful Christian. Christian life with spending only four minutes with the Lord. And so we need to think about that. Uh, because if pastors are doing that, how, how many, how many minutes are the sheep doing that? <laughs> how, how many minutes are the sheep uh, spending time? So, uh, that I want to grow. I want to grow. I want to grow. I want to grow. And so we've been praying for a hunger and thirst and a renewing of our mind, uh, and just enjoying what we're learning from the Lord. Amen. Father, we just thank you that you're always teaching us. You are the greatest teacher we'll ever have. Now, I've had some great teachers in my life in the natural realm. I thank you for the teachers that I've had. And I thank you for every teacher uh, that we have that you have established right now. I have a number of them in my lives and they are great. They are doing such an awesome job uh, teaching children and, and adults. And I thank you for them. But we have the Holy Spirit who is the greatest teacher. He surpasses even the best teacher teacher who has won the most awards here on this earth for it, whose kids love and look up to Holy Spirit. You are far greater 
than any other teacher that we can have. And so we thank you that you are teaching us. You're available. You're, you're sitting there just waiting, waiting for us to come and sit so we can be taught more about Jesus. Jesus said to learn of me. And so we thank you that you are the one who teaches us about Jesus. You are the one who teaches us about the Father. And so we come boldly before you and we ask you questions and we know that you answer us. We, we get in the word and you shine the light on uh, the word. You breathe life to the word. And I thank you for it, Holy Spirit. We thank you. We give you honor and glory and praise for all that you are doing, for everything that you are doing in our lives. We're so grateful to you. We're so thankful that you are showing us Jesus ways in uh, the, in ways that we've not seen before uh, or we've not thought of before. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're showing us Jesus and the Father. We're so appreciative for that. Thank you for your ministry on this earth. Where would we be without you and your presence? You're the voice of our Father. And we know your voice. We know you, Holy Spirit. We know you. You said, Jesus said, the world doesn't know you and can't recognize you because they don't know you. They don't understand you because of that. But it says, you know him. Children of God know him. And so we know you. We know your voice, the voice of a stranger we don't follow. And so we ask that you would just speak to us today. Uh, uh, teach us today, Holy Spirit, show us the ways of our Father and, and the ways of Jesus. We want to know more. We want to know more. And we're ready to learn. We're ready to learn of you because we thank you that a life that learns of Jesus is a life that lives like Jesus. And so we thank you. Jesus said uh, that we need to be like him. And it says in uh, 1 John that, uh, I believe it's 1 John 5, it says that as he is, so are we in this world. And so we learn how to be as you are. And so I thank you. We go about uh, healing all that are oppressed of the devil because we know the spirit of God is in us. Uh, we go about doing good just as Jesus did because we know the spirit of the Lord is in us. And Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and uh, he has anointed me. And we can say the same. We say that the spirit of the Lord is in us and he comes upon us and he anointed us. We are anointed by the spirit of God and we can stand boldly and speak the word of God and we can bring deliverance and healing uh, from oppression, from sickness, from disease uh, to all those who are around us. We thank you, Father. That is your plan and your purpose for us. That is the desire of your heart for us. And we, our desires and our will are uh, submitted to yours. We're submitted to your will. And so we thank you today. 
in order to bring healing from oppression and sickness and disease, we have to be healed from oppression and sickness and disease. So we receive your healing power today for anything that ails us, for anything that uh, we have in our physical bodies, in our minds uh, today. In the name of Jesus, we speak healing and health to all of our flesh. That's the word of God. It says you sent your word and healed us and delivered us from all destruction. And we receive that word today in the name of Jesus. We've been healed. Oh, we receive your word of healing that says Jesus bore on his body, all of our sickness and carried all of our pain. And by your stripes, Jesus, we were healed. So today at this very moment, while we're praying together, we are healed and whole by the stripes of Jesus. He bore on his body bruises so that we don't have to hold on to bruises or scars or sickness or disease. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And so we have the peace of God that saturates our heart and our minds through Christ Jesus. Because of what happened to him, we are free from confusion and strife and every evil work. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. We are free. We are whole. We are healed in Jesus name and by his stripes in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that our bodies are coming into divine alignment in the name of Jesus. We are divinely aligned to you, Father God, and your word. And so healing flows. Healing flows from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. Healing flows in our bodies. Healing flows through our minds, healing flows in the name of Jesus through our hands and through our feet. The healing anointing is present to heal every room that we are in today. There is healing power and it's present on the inside of us. And so we stir it up. We stir it up. We say, I am healed. I am whole. I am healed. I am whole by the stripes of Jesus today. My mind thinks right. It thinks the right thoughts. It thinks the right thoughts in Jesus name, in Jesus name. All fear and depression and anxiety. Oh, is far from me in Jesus name. It leaves me right now for I've not been given the spirit of fear, but I've been given the spirit of power of love and soundness of mind. I have a calm and disciplined mind right now in the name of Jesus. And because I have a calm and disciplined mind, I have a calm and disciplined body right now in Jesus name. I speak peace to every bone and every uh, tissue and every part of my body right now in the name of Jesus. You be calm and you relax right now in Jesus name. Every muscle, every muscle you relax relax right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. No longer will I need those relaxers, the, the synthetic relaxers, because I have a calm mind and a calm and undisturbed body right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord.
We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, muscles are being healed right now. In the name of Jesus, that tension is going right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Begin to move that area. And, and you'll find that the tension is leaving your body right now in the name of Jesus. Peace, peace right now and calmness in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to the name of Jesus. We thank you for your miraculous healing power. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. It's not outside of you, but as a believer, that power is working in you. Healing virtue is in you today. And so just release it, release it this morning by speaking the word of God concerning healing and health. Amen. To all of your flesh. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Healing and health. Healing and health is yours today in Jesus name. Bless the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Well, I know we've kind of had some problems with Facebook this morning. That will be corrected. I have a note for me to fix my feeds and to make sure it goes on Facebook and the note fell and eh, went down. It's a sticky note. It right, right off my screen. Uh, so I totally forgot to do that for today. So I apologize, uh, for that. It will be corrected tomorrow. I love you all. Have an awesome day. Uh, be blessed in everything you do. And remember healing is in you. It's not something you get from the external outside, uh, uh methods, but it's in you. So stir it up and, and, and let it affect your physical and natural body. Amen. Glory to God. Have an awesome